It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the others that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for a really treat exciting treat today as I have with me a returning diva, Leanne Mountain, and she and I are going to speak about rehoming a animal friend, the happiness and sadness that all goes with it. So I am excited to talk about all of this with Leanne, and I would going to ask Leanne to please introduce yourself to our listeners today. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Leanne, and we're up here in Alberta, Canada, and said just finally enjoying our our first snowfall and dropping temperatures, so it's oh. nice to be back. Thank you. <laughs> well, it is awesome to have you back, and you are so welcome. <laughs> well, as we start to share with our listeners some of our experiences and how to maybe help them on rehoming an animal friend. What I I believe you had just before we started recording had chatted with me that you just rehomed one of your bunnies prior to this interview. So you are going to speak firsthand about doing this. <laughs> yes, I just came home. We had a litter of bunnies, which is a very rare occasion here. We're pretty responsible with our with our bunnies because they can get quite quite abundant <laughs> rather quickly. <laughs> so yeah, we had a we had a little surprise litter of six baby bunnies, and four of them are needing new families. And that magical eight week age that we tend to to start rehoming and looking for our our critters. New families happened on Monday, so um, two of them have now found their homes, and I met the family, so it was a two-hour drive for her and her one-year-old daughter to come and pick up the new baby oh. bunny for for their family. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Oh, that that is just, it brings back so many memories, because I had my little black dog. She had two litters of pups. And that eight-week mark was, oh, man, now i got to find him a home. And it's it's a sad time, but yet it's a happy time because you know you're putting them and giving them to a home where they will be nurtured and taken care of, too, and seeing the smiles on the faces when they come and get, like, the bunny or the puppies. And it's just... Those are rewarding. It's just hard on the on my part. It was the sadness of letting that little puppy go, go because I got so attached over that eight week time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 
and you you know them so well and you yeah you mm-hmm. get to you get to tell them all their little all their little personalities and quirks that you were seeing and yeah the sadness um i know to help with that i i talk very i just talk with my animals and so they all know what's happening <laughs> I do explain it and and let them know and and just um I just really honor that to try to do my best to let the mom and their siblings know and and it's part of it is it's part of the the process and even as a human we get to experience new jobs and moving and all that stuff too so I do know how it feels yes Yes, well, and as you said, you talk to the animals and explain it to them. And I know I have a mama cat here that uh, she, one of her little kittens went with our adopted daughter because it had been her cat and she took one of the kittens with her. And I tried to explain to the kitten and to the mommy and I still show the mommy pictures and tell her about how good the her little boys being taken care of and yeah it <laughs> i think it helps cuz it helps them to know that their their little one went to a good home so i think it i agree with you it's very important to explain it to the to the mother or that you're taking them from on what's happening and uh, letting them know to communicate with them and so they don't feel so isolated like what happened here? What just went on? <laughs> yeah, it's it is, and and talking too on the way into town, and just talking to the little bunny and explaining how she was going to a new home, and it was a long drive because it was two hours here and then two hours back, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, just having having the it keeps it real though because animals feel everything; they feel our energy and. Yeah, and it just just keeps it honest, and and they like that. They like honest. Yes, that they do. They like because mm-hmm. they are honest. They are honest with us, and I love how you said it helps their energy because their energy, just like we are, we're all energy, and our energy goes off on them, and their energy returns to us. So it's just kind of like a circle of energy going around, passing from them to us and us to them. So I love how you said that with the energy, how how very true that is. That is a great way to explain it on how they how they feel with it too. And when you said about us humans too, I mean, you'll hear a lot of people tell parents, oh, you have an empty nest now because they're maybe gone on to college or maybe got married or different things. So we experience it in some ways in rehoming our our children, just like they do. we do the animals. <laughs> That's totally sweet. We, our daughter is, is, she graduated this summer and yeah, there's a little bit of that happening, <laughs> even here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, to me it's a good way to relate because we know as a mother or as the father how that feeling is and those animals are living souls too and that was their babies too so it's to me it kind of puts it into perspective of how that mother 
is feeling on her little one leaving her. Ours are just ours are a little older than just eight weeks when they leave, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And sometimes you wonder how that age that age thing works. <laughs> exactly, uh-huh. definitely. I hear you. <laughs> well, and it's kind of cool too. Sorry, uh-huh. Joyce. No, go ahead. It's, it's, it's kind of. It's cool because that's also how we invite and receive our new family members as well. Right. Mhm. Mhm. When new people, that, when yeah. yeah, when people let their pets go to their new home and find us. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Definitely, and the new new experiences that they start to have, and the family experiences and different ones like that. So, well, I'm sure you have many experiences rehoming. Have you rehomed any other animals than just the bunnies? We have had, um, other than the bunnies, which is, I've had a couple litters over quite a number of years. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually had a horse that was, we've been pretty lucky we had a, a horse that just after having kids, it, it wasn't, there just wasn't enough time. So it wasn't fair to him. So that was, that was interesting. Um, uh-huh. we've had, yeah, we've had a couple horses that one went right back to his old owner. So that was kind of cool that he came here uh-huh. and visited and then went back to his original house. And mm-hmm. a couple kittens. So actually, Joyce, yeah, not not too many, but boy, I know there's been yeah. a few tears when some of those critters oh, yeah. have left. <laughs> oh yes, yes, huh? Oh, how I can relate. I my puppies were definitely that way. There were always tears shed, and I said, oh, "This is just too hard. I can't do this anymore because <laughs> I want to keep all of them." <laughs> That's the trouble, and sometimes the farm is full <laughs> already. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and when you speak of a horse, I'm going to share a story of I rehomed a horse that uh, we just, we had others and he just wasn't getting the ample time that he needed. And so I had a family that a little girl wanted him and so they came and just, she fell in love with him and he seemed to really like her which was I've always heard that uh, they choose choose the family too. And he seemed very happy with her. And so we rehomed him, and I said I only rehome him under one condition. If this doesn't work or you decide at some point in time you that you no longer want to have a horse, you let me know. No, okay? So that was the agreement. And it was in early, it was in the spring, and then came about, Late fall, they called me, and they said the girl loves the horse, but she's realized how much work they are, and she's not sure she wants to take care of him through the winter months. So she felt she had had her time with him in the summer, and they were ready to rehome him. And they called me, and I said, okay, I will take him back, and I will find him a home. And it was just a real ironic coincidence, a friend of mine had just lost one of her horses oh. and 
she was ecstatic. She within days we were going to look at him, and she rehomed him. And I mean, they love him every bit. I said it was just all meant to be. It was kind of like stepping stones that he went to the little girl, and then he came back and went to one of my friends. And I still see him periodically now too, and we always love on one another. And oh, it's it's so awesome. <laughs> that that reminds me. Too, just when you said stepping stones and how sometimes our free or our finned animals um, find us, but we're just mm-hmm. like an intern to the next forever home, and it's kind of that's kind of special too. So we're the mm-hmm. connection onto their next family as well. Right, right. that happened oh, with it. an axolotl. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> oh my yes. goodness! What was that kind of animal now that you said? It's an axolotl. So my son <laughs> had for Christmas. We have an axolotl, which is it's a aquatic salamander, and they live in water. They're originally from Mexico, and uh-huh. he has had this little one. Her name is Jaws forever mm-hmm. and wanted to get Jaws a friend. So last Christmas he bought another axolotl and we tried our best, but there was a huge size difference and of course being a salamander there they will eat whatever is around and so the size difference posed as a problem. Mm-hmm. And then Holly, the new Christmas axolotl, ended up finding a new home. And, yeah, it was really sweet that the lady who took her was looking for a friend for her axolotl, and they were the perfect size together, and they're living happily ever after, and and Jaws is an only child again. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Jaws likes that. Yep, and I think that's what that's where we're staying. <laughs> we oh. tried. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it was a lesson learned, kinda, and it was Jaws' way too of saying, "I'm happy being just with my human friends. That's that's the friends I need." So I I mean, you kind of have to wonder because they tell you, and if you watch them and and are in tune with them, I feel they tell you what they are needing, and if they are content and happy like that. So that is really neat. I love that story. I had just never heard of a salamander like that. That is so awesome. (laughs) I didn't either until my son, he has the axolotl and a crested gecko. So he's and fish. Uh He's our fish and reptile guy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that is just too neat. That is that is incredible. I I always love happy endings like that. That was like my horse. I just felt, oh, my goodness, he's actually just a few miles from my house now, and we can see him all the time, and it just, and the little girl just had loved him. And it was very interesting because we had asked him, uh, oh, after he had been at his new home for a while, if he was happy, and, yes, he was happy. And but he said he missed the little girl too, because he Aww. he really liked her. And 
it was just it was really special when we went to look at him because he was so timid with her. I mean, she was barefooted leading him around and I'm like, Oh my goodness <laughs> And he just was really he was taking care of her is kind of what it was. So he had a good home for the time and gave her a great experience with a horse and so I'm like, Oh wow, what what a better feeling to be able to know that uh and horse that you had found a good home like that and brought some joy into a child's life and then is bringing joy into my best friend's life now and it's just a really good feeling these animals give so much all the time (laughs) they do and and who knows that that little seed that he planted with that experience for the little girl and when she has time or if she doesn't, you know, it'll be interesting if that comes along in her life when it's mm-hmm. when the timing is aligned for another horse. And um, it that is sweet. I'm glad that he's just down the road and and has yeah. company. Oh, it's it's just awesome. It is so good. Now, please, a lot of them went to homes distances away kind of like your bunnies and then it's like oh kind of lose contact and uh you just uh pray the universe takes care of them and god looks after them and they're in a good safe home and i always questioned did a lot of questions when people come to look at them and i could usually kind of tell the people that uh were very excited to have a new puppy in their life They do, yeah, you never forget them. And I, we used to keep in contact as well when we when we just got Maple here in in April. Or when did we get her in May, our new puppy? And we would send pictures and updates. And then I think gradually, gradually, I think everyone feels comfortable maybe and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, allows that... Not really a separation, but just that that different path that they that we all go on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you totally because that's kind of how it was. We keep in contact in the beginning, and then time you kind of felt comfortable, and like you said, you don't break the tie, but it's it's just you know the other one's there, and you feel comfortable that they're in a good home. So you. Mm-hmm the updates aren't coming like they did in the beginning. So that is, and I think that is a way to tell our listeners too, if they need to rehome an animal, to stay in contact with whoever they rehomed them with till till they feel comfortable that uh, the animal is placed in the home that they wanted them to. It kind of, for me, it kind of helps ease the sadness. It does, and even and technology nowadays with social media, sometimes you know we can all mm-hmm. stay connected with the with Facebook and with Instagram, and we just there, there is a little bit of a, a quieter way to stay connected with each other. Right, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you can become friends with them, and a lot of times they'll show pictures of their animal families and it just lets you know that they're they're in a good home and in good care and it brings the happiness to your heart that you know you rehomed them into a home that's bringing happiness to
to another home is how I always kind of feel about the rehoming. You look on the positive sides rather than focusing how hard, how sad it was to let them go to a new home. <laughs> yeah, and it's exciting to hear what they name. I love what I love their stories behind naming their their little critter. Mhm. Yes. Yes. And it'll be interesting to hear what they named the new little bunny. Yeah, that's what I told her. I'm like, do you mind letting me know <laughs> what her name is? <laughs> oh, it's kind of cute. Oh, that is that is just so special. That is, it was a happy and sad moment for you today. You've experienced both ends today. <laughs> I did, Joyce, and yep, it is happy and sad. There's still two more happy and sad moments to go through because our two boys still need a home, so <laughs> we're not done yet. <laughs> You're not you're not done with the happiness and sadness part of the rehoming yet. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it, no. It's still work in progress. <laughs> oh, it totally is and I sure hope I said to the lady, Oh, I hope there's two more families out there like you that that have room for these boys 'cause oh, she was yeah. just so excited and so happy. Oh, oh that that is just so sweet. Oh. And she will she will show that excitement to the bunny and the bunny felt it. The bunny felt that energy as soon as he met his new home. I mm-hmm. I totally feel that because even when the the my horse went to its new home, I had I got in the trailer with him and loved him goodbye and had tears and and he was like, "I'm good. I'm fine." Life is life is okay. I I know he knew that he felt that energy coming from that little girl that he had a meaning that he needed to go to be with her and to help her through the summer and help her in the moment that she was in. So I felt very comfortable in that. It was just my sadness <laughs> that was bothering me. Yeah, and that's that's okay that's what's beautiful is it's okay to be sad it's okay and it's okay to be honest and and it is a 100% okay oh and that's beautiful I'm so that's that's a great great way to tell the listeners that don't bury that sadness it's okay to be sad show that emotion because that's all right it's not something that you shouldn't feel. It just means you love that that animal was part of your family and you loved them very much. And it's okay to show the sadness along with the happiness. Is To me, you have to show your emotions like that in order to deal with the whole picture in a much better way. And we can honor just these little, these moments of the heart and just with like a little ceremony and even for tonight we can cheers to the bunnies that they're finding their new home and that she's safe and and that they'd like to be happy for them but also acknowledging that it kind of sucks but yeah it doesn't suck when you're out there cleaning pens I have to be honest when you're (laughs) when you're cleaning litter boxes (laughs) you remember how grateful both moments are (laughs) 
Uh huh. Yes, yes, you definitely do. And especially when the weather's going to get down below freezing and you're going, okay, now happy moments are coming in. <laughs> yeah, we turned the heat lamp on last night, so. Oh, oh, how special. That That is so awesome. But yeah, it's just bringing it all into perspective, really, I think is how it how it is and you have to like you said it like and I loved what you said about uh having a little ceremony or doing what you need to do to heal from letting him go and manifesting that it is in a good home and a safe home and uh they manifesting it and making it happen like that in your in your mind and believing it so I think that is very important too it's beautiful. That's what we'll be doing for supper tonight is cheersing our little baby girl bunny and her new family and and yeah, sending out that wish for sweet two more sweet families to come on the way. <laughs> yes, yes. And and they will. They will come. They will come. It's I had two puppies that I actually had till they were six months old until they found their forever home. And those two were really hard to let go because I'd really gotten attached to them. (laughs) That would have been hard. (laughs) Yeah, that was nearly impossible. I know my husband called me the next day and said, are you okay? And I said, no, not really. (laughs) No. (laughs) But you just kind of, like I said, you have to acknowledge, like you said, you have to acknowledge the sadness along with the happiness too. So that's that's very important. Well, what we have talked about a lot of different things about this. What are some final tips you would like to leave with our listeners today on how if they need to rehome an animal friend? I think it's that just like we started to talk to them and let them know and ask them that you know, can you help call in your family because it's their journey as well and they have every part of of um, every part of it as well so it's like okay together let's get the human and the animal connection going and yes honoring the sad and the happy and actually too Joyce like you said sometimes maybe we have a timeline of when we think that they should be going but maybe one or the other isn't ready to go yet, and and honoring honoring that too. That maybe maybe that there is a different timeline for finding new homes and and moving to a different family. So yeah, just little ceremonies. Maybe it's lighting a candle. It's just you know, if it's puppies, and I'm not sure if I've never done the puppy thing, but having blankets or I know. We've always sold the halter that the horse has worn that always goes with our horses. But I know uh-huh. sometimes that was that was hard too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah. And just oh. just being with it and honoring it, like you said, if you need to journal or take a walk and, and go snuggle everybody else who's left in the pen. <laughs> Gratitude. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. What beautiful tips. I loved it to ask the animals, too, to call in their 
new forever home, to have them help with finding him too, and to have a little ceremony and gratitude. Oh, wow. Gratitude is just huge. When you look at uh, that, it just it turns the whole situation around. Oh, I love that. That were those were beautiful tips, Lan. Thank you so much for being my guest. This was just incredible again. <laughs> well, Joyce, thank you for sharing all of your stories and and just how connected we all really truly are. Oh, yes, you are so welcome. And yes, we truly are all connected. We all live under the same sky together. So we're all totally connected. I love that. Well, Leanne, thank you so much. And so our listeners know, uh, after the first of the year, I would love to have you back on my show again sometime in the beginning of 2020. Or 2022? (laughs) Oh, I said 2020, I, didn't I? 2022. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's okay. It's kind of, it feels like it's gone. been a bit of a run. Yes, 2021 has been a bit of a run, that's for sure. So how about in 2022, I have you back on my show? <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for correcting me, and we got to have a little chuckle at the end from it all. (laughs) See, there's that timeline. Is there really time? (laughs) Exactly. How true it is. Oh, I love that. All right, Leanne, you have a wonderful day. Thank you, and you too, Joyce. Thank you, everybody. Yes, and I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely amazing interview with our diva, Leanne Mountain. And as you heard her say, she will be back in 2022. So you can all have a good laugh at me making the mistake on what year it's coming into. So, But be sure to check out all their host, other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Share this one with all your family and friends. Have a fantastic day and be kind to all. And remember, gratitude will change the world. And just be with your animals. Give them that great big extra hug and share all your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.